All right, everybody, welcome to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 27th, 2020, and today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Enter the promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout and get $10 off your first order at BuiltBar.com. I am your host, Detroit Sports Writer Nolan Bianchi, here today, as always, with longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith. Hi, Nolan. How you doing? Um, I, I've had an interesting day. Yeah. I, my one-year-old iPhone blew up in my pocket and fried itself, so guess you didn't get the insurance on it. I didn't. So now I got to pay money for a new Wasn't phone. But then after a long day, I'm like, hey, let's just watch some Netflix on my Xbox. I'd go to turn on my Xbox, and it's... It's broken. It won't turn on. So I kind of gave up. I just kind of laid down after that. I feel that. But, I mean, now we got news from, you know, the NHL. So that's that's good. There is some uplifting news. Uh, Unfortunately, it's also accompanied by some annoying news, uh, which we'll get to later in the show. Gary Bettman today – well, we're recording this on Tuesday, so I guess yesterday – doing a press conference to announce the details of the NHL's resume to play, the playoff format, all that jazz, uh, along with some notes on the draft lottery that I know for a fact are not going to make Red Wings fans happy. Uh, but we'll get into all that in just a minute. But first, we have to kind of cover what is going on. Uh, just Gary Bettman going through all the phases in his press conference just reminded me of like the Michael Scott. Like, it's a five-point five plan, 45-day plan, one point a day, 45 points. Just like the different phases. So there's four phases for the NHL to return to play. We're in phase one right now. Phase two uh, begins in early June. Uh, Voluntary team activities, on-ice training, all that other good stuff. Phase three, opening of formal training camps. That'll be no earlier than July 1st. And then phase four, clubs will report to their hub cities, which we've touched on uh, in previous league updates. Turns out there will be two hub cities. Those are yet to be determined. Uh, We'll run you through the list of those shortly or the short list of that shortly. Uh, top four teams claim automatic bursts in each conference. Remaining eight teams in each conference play best of five playoff game uh, and a conference-based playoffs. They are not sure whether they're going to do it via seating, via bracket. So that stuff needs to be worked out. But, uh, yeah, man, hockey's back. And, and kind of the way that we thought it was going to be when we talked about it on these last couple episodes. And uh, just just a weird, interesting plan And, I mean, good for the NHL for kind of taking the bull by the horns and being the first league to to come out with something like this. Yeah, you know, I always had a feeling that – I mean, they're going to try to do it. I'm I'm hoping that they can conclude all – like, I think it's going to be so much fun in the dog days of summer watching Stanley Cup hockey. It's (laughs) just – I'm so excited for it. And I don't care what you say, not having fans is going to be so cool. (laughs) We're not gonna we're not gonna get into that anymore. I've I you know, hand up. I I was a pessimist. I didn't want to get hurt again. I didn't think the season was coming back. And two weeks later, here we are. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to be excited about. We should run you through kind of just who the teams are going to be in each conference, in case you haven't been paying too much attention to that. So the top four teams that will receive a automatic berth in the East, it's going to be Boston, Tampa Bay, Washington, Philly. And then the remaining eight teams that have to play in that best of five play-in series are going to be Pittsburgh, Carolina, the Islanders, Toronto, Columbus, Florida, the Rangers, and the Montreal Canadiens. In the West, we got St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas rounding out that top four with automatic bids. 
And then five through 12, we got Edmonton, Nashville, Vancouver, Calgary, Winnipeg, Minnesota, Arizona, and Chicago. So lots of teams uh, with something to play for here. The COVID cup, I think term that's been coined uh, as we kind of move into this, this very strange style of, of a playoff. Uh, but yeah, just what are your, what are your first thoughts looking down those lists? Who, who do you got an eye on as we, uh, we, we just kind of look at these teams? Um, you know, ah, wings fans are going to kick me, but probably I dude, It just has looked like Boston's year. I really think that they're a star studded team. They have yeah. great goaltending. They have great defense. They have the best line in hockey. I'm kind of I'm kind of more interested to see how a team like Montreal could potentially rally when they only had a 50% chance of making the playoffs when all this ended. Same with Chicago. It's going to be weird to see those teams. Because, dude, you can't tell me that what happens if Boston just starts off slow and Montreal gets in. Like, it's yeah, just it's going to be uh, – it's, it's definitely going to be uh, – there's going to be a lot more parity than I think – I mean, NHL already ha- is a league that's known for its parity. Eight seeds beat one seeds in the playoffs all the time. But I think you're right with Boston, and, like, that's kind of a – you know, it's kind of a cop-out answer, but I- I'll give it to you because – Boston, yeah, I'm going with my heart. <laughs> Boston is like the – I hate to make this comparison. Wings fans are going to kick me for this comparison. But, like, Boston over the last three, four years, to me, has just been one of those – I mean, I guess last decade. It's just one of those – like, they remind me of the Red Wings where, like, any given year they're a top four team in the NHL, no matter where the, the standings say so. They're obviously – they've made a run in a couple President's Trophies over the last couple years, and they're as loaded as ever. So – that really wouldn't surprise me. I think a team in the West that I got an eye on is Colorado. That's a team that really intrigues me, was facing a ton of injuries kind of coming down the stretch there. And they've had the, the, the time to get healthy. Who knows how the health situations will play out as we get deeper into this, which teams will, will benefit, which teams will kind of hurt because of it. But uh, I, I think if you're just looking at that with a momentum standpoint and getting all horses back, uh, I, I think Colorado is a team that really intrigues me out of the West in, in a conference that I think is actually pretty wide open, to be quite honest with you. You know, a team I'm really looking forward, I really hope they start rolling, is Vancouver. Philly. No, no. I still haven't gotten over the my Chicago days where they beat Chicago oh, in the yeah. first round. I have still haven't gotten over that. But um, <laughs> I really want to see – uh, Philadelphia take that step I wouldn't I hate that a- and like Philadelphia is a team that like they've they've been kind of a joke or yeah not they, a they joke be, they're just in they're stuck in neutral they're, they're purgatory. like in purgatory yeah. yeah they're in purgatory and they're a team you don't want to take seriously ever but like I hope they do a- I really like Carter Hart I really hope he get, he's their guy going down the stretch I like to see him pull Matt Murray and take them deep into the playoffs Kevin Hayes is a great pickup there dude don't Fall, don't I'm this is going off topic, but Nolan Patrick on that team has been stuck in that third line. He was like the what second overall pick, mm-hmm. hasn't been able to find it. They signed Kevin Hayes, they have Couturier, and they have Giroux. Like, that could be a guy that gets traded in the offseason. Puyarvi for Patrick, book it. <laughs> uh, so we will get into the, into the draft lottery here, and I just uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. No one. What what's going on? Nothing, man. I'm just so hungry. I just I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get it together. I'm gonna get it together. I'm just well, wait, well wait a minute. Wait, have you have you had your built bar today? 
No, I, I didn't have time. There wasn't. I had to watch the what press conference it? and then. Dude, you got plenty of time to snack. Just a, like the the twenty grams of protein and only three grams of sugar and three grams of net carbs. Don't just one hundred and seventy calories in the peanut butter brownie makes me feel so good. And I, I didn't have that today. I I don't know why you're not having one. I have one in my lunch every single day now that I'm back at work. I know. I just got so busy. That's perfect because Built Bar is built for the health conscious guy on the go. Really? Yeah, man. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Lucky for you, I have your solution. Right yeah, now, what is it? If you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off your first order. That's it? Just promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com? Promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. I got you, buddy. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'll be better. I'll be better. I got right, it. Dude. I'm a, all right, if you want to go get something, that yeah, was me man. slapping Just, myself. We could take a break if you want to yeah. go get something. Then we can promo code locked on at billbar.com. Ten dollars off. All right, now time to get into some of the hairier situations that we got here, Ethan. Things you fans, Dude, I've home. I've read this draft lottery memo about seven times now, and I come up with more questions every single time I read it. So. If you're a Red Wings fan, you've been kind of dry, drugged through the mud over the past couple of weeks. It went from 18.5% chance like it always was to, well, the Wings are going to have a 25% chance uh, plus a guaranteed top two pick. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it went to the Wings having 57% chance of the number one pick with a guaranteed top two pick. Things were looking beautiful. And then obviously there was some pushback because teams didn't necessarily want the Red Wings getting a uh, 57% chance at the number one overall pick, presumed to be Alexi Lafreniere. Uh, and things have been shaken up in a way that is just beyond comprehension. Uh, so here's how it's going to go. The NHL draft lottery is a possible two-phase draft lottery. So let's talk about phase one, because that is the one that is most important for Red Wings fans. Uh, That will be on June 26th, before the qualifying round uh, of the NHL playoffs take place. The seven clubs that didn't resume play, plus the eight clubs that don't advance past the qualifying round, will enter the draft lottery. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, Nolan, if they're doing this before the qualifying round... How are the eight clubs that are still going to be playing in this qualifying round going to be in the draft lottery? Well, that's a great question. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me either, but I'm going to tell you. What they're going to do is designate temporary placeholders with the odds that all the teams would have had had they missed the playoffs. If a draw is won by a non-resuming club, then they get that selection, a.k.a. if a draw is won by the Red Wings or the Sharks or the Senators or any other team in the bottom seven. If all three phases are won by teams who aren't playing in the qualifying round, then phase two is null and void. We can, we can, you know, shut our, uh, shut our eyes, go to sleep, know what the NHL draft lottery is going to look like. So here's the thing. At the end of the day, Detroit, 18.5% chance at the number one overall pick. That stinks. You know, that's basically where we were before all this started. And I mean, I guess if you're looking at it, like, if we get a top three, we're still going to get somebody that's going to be playing for us. I don't know if the fourth pick, but, you know, eternal optimism, it's not going to be the fourth, fourth overall pick. 
It's going to be a dark day on this. Well, podcast. it's more than likely going to be the fourth overall pick. The odds are that they will be a fourth overall pick. It sucks that like, you know, the fans were taken through these emotions of like having that 57% waved in front of their face like that and slam back down and now it's out reality and not much has changed, but we, everybody still feels like they were cheated. And I, to a degree, agree with them because basically what this says is the fifth best team in the conference has the chance at the number one overall pick, a 3% chance of the number one overall pick. So basically you're bringing 16 teams back to play a best of five series with no warm-up games, exhibition games where anything can happen. Anybody can beat anybody. So you have a team like Pittsburgh who is firmly in a playoff spot and was one of the contenders going into the Stanley Cup playoffs, now looking like a team who could get Alexi Lafreniere. Dude, Alexi Lafreniere getting passes from Crosby. And Malkin. Malkin. I mean, the whole thing to me is like they they took this – like they have pissed everybody off, but they've like made it okay by bringing hockey back. But at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of – there's got to be a lot of pissed off fans in who are fans of the teams in the bottom seven who are looking at this like, what the hell? Not only do we not have it – like if you're going to do this, you should either have a chance to play in the playoffs or you should have a chance at the draft lottery. Like I don't think you should be able to have it both ways. And the way that it's getting set up, so that a team like Pittsburgh, who's four points behind first place in the division, could potentially have a number one shot or a shot at the number one overall pick. They just did this whole thing to stop teams from tanking, but it's, I don't know. It just stinks when your team actually didn't try and tank, and now we're just awful. And there's only an 18.5% chance. And it could be Chicago, it could be Edmonton jumping like they did last year and the year before. It's like, oh, okay. It's well, that's just how this sport is now, I guess. But I, I just don't get it. It's just how you get teams stuck in purgatory. You know, I had the built bar to bring me back up when I was feeling hungry and cranky earlier. And now that I'm all worked up over the NHL draft lottery odds, what I really need is some Mima Remedies CBD. That's right. They are a company providing full-spectrum CBD hemp oil and flour owned by Michigan State alumni and Southwest Michigan residents. To celebrate Mima's first season of growing their own hemp in Michigan, we are giving Lockdown listeners 25% off at MimaRemedies.com. This stuff is great. They sent me some in the mail the other day. They gave me some of their uh, cherry flour. That was great stuff. And then the hemp oil I put in my coffee this morning. I, uh, I work long days. My back's usually hurting by the end of it, but not today. I was feeling great from start to finish. All products are third-party lab tested and always below 0.3% THC, so you can be feeling great without that little extra, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, find Mima Remedies on Instagram, at Mima Remedies. Guys, if you're looking for high-quality CBD products from a brand you can trust, Mima is a match made in Michigan. Once again, that offer is 25% off, 25% at MimaRemedies.com just by entering the promo code Locked On. It's high-grade stuff. Full-spectrum extract retains terpenes and flavor of hemp flour with no additives or flavoring. You really cannot go wrong. Once again, 25% off. Locked On is the promo code at MimaRemedies.com. We'll see you guys there. I just wonder, like, what is going to happen after this year? Because I think a lot of people are upset with just kind of the whole – the way that the lottery works to begin with. And this was a year that it took some like exposing. And I mean, you look at Toronto, even like their third place and their division, they have like, can you imagine if Toronto got Lafreniere? Dude. I mean, 
I just, I don't know, man. Heisman didn't even say he liked it. Or he said there was no good reason as to why the lottery should happen before the playoffs. And I agree. Like, what is, what is the rush to figure this out? Well, what they did before is as soon as the regular season is over, they do the draft lottery. They've done that for like the last three years. So it's not like we, we don't wait throughout the entire playoffs. Right, but if you have teams that, like, if the qualifying round is, can start as early as July 1st and the draft lottery is going to be on June 26th, why wouldn't you just wait to find out who these teams are? And, I mean, this is, this is something that's completely on the NHL's end. Like, they'll, this is their concern, not mine. But, like, that just leaves room for people to question, like, the legitimacy of the actual lottery in itself. Because, I mean, everybody right now is not thinking about it from that perspective. Like, the teams in the bottom seven are, but teams like pretty much everybody else in the league, I'm sure that their only focus right now is, oh, cool, the NHL is starting back up, my team's in the playoffs, and uh, I guess if we don't make it past this qualifying round, then we have a shot at the number one overall pick. That's cool. But, like, also, at the end of the day, they're probably not thinking about all the other teams that have a chance of the number one overall pick that they absolutely don't want them to have. We'll get into it more tomorrow with, I believe we're going to have Ted Coffin calling in, talk to him on Wednesday night. Steve Eiserman will speak tomorrow at, I believe, 1 o'clock. Uh, so we'll get some insight on just what the plan is for the Red Wings the rest of the way. Steve Eiserman's reaction to the draft lottery news, resuming play, all that other good stuff. And if there's anything you want us to ask, Ted, shoot us a tweet. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. Be sure to give us a follow there. We got highlights, throwback clips posted daily. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, at Lockdown Red Wings. It's all the same. We love to hang out with you guys. Hit us up on there. Tell us how you're feeling about the current situation with the NHL draft lottery, whether you think it's fair, whether you think the Wings got screwed, whether you don't really care too much because it was right back where it was when uh, this whole thing started. I'm not sure exactly what we have for Friday's show, but uh, I think we're going to do a time machine episode where we look back at a specific year. I uh, haven't decided which one yet, but that'll be fun. So be sure to tune in for that. Ethan, do you have any closing messages for the people? Um, eternal optimism. Everything's going to be okay. Tim Stutzel's on the way. <laughs>